I'm Gina Livy, and welcome to my podcast. That's not just about weight loss. It's about losing your weight in a way where you never have to look back. I'm going to talk in finally and forever. The podcast itself is a collection of Facebook Lives for my 91-day weight loss program that if you're following along, it's going to give you great insight and information on maximizing your efforts. We also include amazing guest interviews where we're not afraid to have real conversations and break it down. And of course, I'll be weighing in on a variety of topics. I mean, anything and everything weight loss related. The podcast itself is hosted on Acast, but it's available on all platforms like the one you're listening to right now, Spotify, Apple, and also Amazon Music. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, everyone. Good morning. Happy Saturday. Also, happy day 20 of the program. Tomorrow, we are posting the guidelines for week three. Week three, one of my favorite weeks. It's all about consistency and mindfulness. So being so super consistent with what you need to do, food, water, and such, um, and being mindful about how your body has responded to the changes that you've made so far. And this is where we also start to get into those portions by asking ourselves four questions. How's the portion for me? How do I feel while eating it? How did I know when I'm done? And how do I feel like 10, 15 minutes later walking away? You do not need to count, weigh, or measure your food in order to lose weight. Um, it doesn't teach you anything. Um, it's not about being in tune with the body. It's completely disconnecting and doing it by numbers, which I know the whole universe is like run by numbers, but at the end of the day, um, um, you know, numbers can't really tell us much because your body's needs change day to day to day. Your lifestyle is always in flux. You know, like you you can make a plan for yourself to follow this, do this, to eat that. Next thing you know, life is throwing shit at you and you have to adapt. And that, this is what this whole program is about. Progress over perfection um, because it accounts for life. Okay, it accounts for life. And there's so much more to weight loss. It's what you're eating and when. You know, they're showing up for yourself. There's being consistent with it. It's so difficult for a lot of you to prioritize yourself in your own life because you've got a lot of other stuff going on and you're just used to being last on the list, right? So in itself, you know, prioritizing yourself for some people can be the hardest thing that they need to do. I love consistency because the thing about being consistent is that um, when you just show up and do what you need to do, and that's kind of a no-brainer, it really allows you the opportunity to start working through all the other stuff, especially mentally. So it's such a great week at the end of the week a lot of you are going to be like oh my goodness I'm so bored with this I've been doing it forever and we don't you know you sure you can switch up the kinds of fruits and kinds of vegetables and stuff like that and keep it fresh and new but we want you to kind of be bored because it's going to help you work through your issues eating because you're bored eating because you're stressed basically using food for anything other than nutrient value is what's going to happen so um it's a great week for that and like I said it's a great week for also being in tune um to those portions it's where we start to set up when we mess with the portions and week four. So week four, we're going to start messing with the portions and this is kind of the lead up to that. Um, anyway, we're not there yet. We still have today and tomorrow of week two. Uh, week two was all about fine tuning and perfecting. So, you know, uh, prep week was all about kind of introducing things, starting to make change. Um, you know, week one was, you know, implementing that change for those of you who kind of, you know, kind of eased into it prep week and really be consistent about 
the changes that you're making in terms of fine-tuning and perfecting and adding in those bonus snacks. So let's not forget about bonus snacks. If you've been following the food plan for a couple weeks now and you feel like it's not enough food or you need more, what we don't want you doing is overeating your portions and eating past the point of being satisfied. We want you to add in those bonus snacks if and when you need. So some people will use them throughout the whole program. Some people never will, but they are there for you if you need. All right, let's get into those questions. I see them rolling in. I see them rolling in. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hi, Jennifer. Yay, so happy to catch you live this week. Uh, I've been missing them so much. Hi, hello, happy Saturday. Uh, let's crush this weekend. Hi, Jodine. Yes, uh, you know, weekends are tough because your routine tends to be off, but honestly, a little goes a long way. Um, routines seem, weekends seem to be more stimulating, you know, in different ways. Um, your routine is a little off. You may find yourself on the road or in the car for a while or doing something impromptu or, you know, wherever you are. Um, it's okay if your food is a little off. Um, you still want to just focus on doing the things that you need to do. So don't let, I said this yesterday in the check-in, don't let a few bites of bits here or there throw off your whole weekend. So if you over, overeat at lunch or you have burgers and fries or whatever you might have, whatever you choose at lunch, you definitely want to still get that veg snack in, right? And still get that nut and seed snack in and, you know, keep your day going regardless of like it not being perfect. And that's a big thing. That's a big challenge in a non-scale victory is to be able to like, have the thing that's maybe off or, you know, it's not maximizing your efforts, however you want to say that, um, and still keep going and still keep showing up for yourself. It's one of that, you know, that saying like you, you're in your car and you get a flat tire, you don't slash all of them, you know, just because you have one flat tire, right? So you just keep it moving. All right, let's get into these questions. Um, hi, Carol. I've been up a pound and up and down a pound every day. My husband says that he sees a difference though. Can your body composition be changing in the scale, not moving? Absolutely. Yes, 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 yes. First of all, up and down a pound, we call that kind of the bounce back, right? Like it's going up and down, up and down, up and down. That's your body trying to detox or, you know, again, very loose term. When your body's trying to focus on releasing fat, um, usually you need to just bump up your water a little bit, hang in there another couple of days and it's going to actually start to drop. Um, but yeah, you're, that's the thing. That's why you want plateaus, you need plateaus. Plateaus are your body not only adjusting to the weight that you've lost and making your new weight your new norm, it's also body, the body working hard to repair and rebuild, regenerate and rejuvenate. And it's freaking mind-blowing how much your body can change and not see one pound drop on the scale. Like, it's going to just be... So, like... 20 pounds following the Livy method and losing weight in a healthy way looks like 40 pounds in a, like, uh, losing weight in a de deprivation way. Like, it's it's really interesting. In fact, we do have some posts that we're going to be sharing about what, what healthy weight loss really looks like. Um, one of our, um, one of our program specialists, she's actually, now she's in learning tra and training, Rebecca, um, she, we shared a great post with her, she did, where she lost 100 pounds just um, by working out and, you know, like restricting her foods, low, I think low carbs or whatever it was. And then losing 100 pounds on the living method, it's, it's, a, it's a massive difference. It's a massive difference. And I talked about this last in the last group was like, because I'm following so many people on Instagram, people are tagging us now, which use, use hashtag Livy Lever, Livy Loser. And we have some super fun uh, GIFs, 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 whatever you call them, um, that we just uh, posted the other day. So if you search Livy Method or Livy Losers, um, or I think my name, um, in your Instagram, the, the little gifs will pop up that you can use on your post. Anyway, so many of you have been tagging us and we like to repost as much as that as possible. And so um, this really came evident in the last couple of groups where I started to see like, like because I've, I've worked with clients, I've worked with clients um, for the last 30 years. A lot of them I would never see because I, as soon as I went online, because I had four kids and I was a mom, it was hard for me to actually, this is sort of how I, 
um, create an online platform in general um, was hard for me to go anywhere because I always had a sick kid or a kid doing something or whatever. Um, so I would help people lose weight and, and never really see them. And that's the great thing about Instagram is that we get to see actual, like people posting a photo is one thing, but the real evolution of what like healthy weight loss really looks like and it's people, oh, all you gotta do is go into our, our team bios, right? And and just like, and as we start to post our Libby Loser Spotlights, which each week we're gonna be highlighting members, they just look healthy. You know what I mean? It's such a, it's just a, it's a healthy way. It's just, a, it's a different look. It's a different look. So to answer your question, Carol, yes, your body can change. So those of you who the scale, your scale is going to drop or your body's going to change. They both don't happen at the same time. One or the other, your body's focused on losing or it's focused on repairing and rebuilding and adjusting to the weight that you've lost. Um, both are really great. Both are really great. So that's why, you know, the scale is not a measure of success. It's, it's not. It's, the scale is a tool that you're using while you're losing weight to assess where you're at, what your body's focused on in combination with how you're feeling and, you know, the changes that you're seeing and whatnot. Um, if the scale is going up and you're on plan, then chances are, you know, it's on its way down. So you can make sure you stay on top of drinking your water and you, you try to be consistent, that kind of thing. Um, but doing your measurements can be great as well. Um, you'll notice sometimes your body will shift. Like, you know, your, if your legs are wider this way, they might, you know, end up thinner this way. But, you know, if you're working out, building muscle that way. So, you know, it's the, taking your measurements is, is a great, um, is, is a great another measure of actual your body making change. I mean, I think everyone should be standing in the mirror every morning and just kind of looking and seeing and what you're going to be able to see as you start to lose that weight is kind of like because you lose it in layers is see that next like size you kind of shining through which is really cool if you're paying attention you'll be able to see it coming you'll be like oh my goodness look at my body change so sometimes though people are really resistant to where's my questions going some people are really resistant to seeing the change they they just don't don't like to look in the mirror they don't like to look at themselves and then so they don't want to see it so if you're not seeing it other people can definitely see it in you which is so cool. Um, hi, Brenda. I cannot for the life of me find an easy way to get the live. I refresh, change the most recent, and those things. What is the fail-proof way? I have asked for reminders on Facebook, and it doesn't work. Okay. So we do have a whole post in this in the welcome guide that tells you how to find the live. So the best thing to do, once you are in the group, so you get into the group, and you see the little, the face, like the group page, Go to photos. As soon as you go to photos, you click on photos, you're going to see it playing. If you try to use the main feed to find anything, it's just like, it's it, sometimes stuff pops up, sometimes it doesn't. The thing that was last commented on moved to the top. So you, there is a little line that you could say, like recent post, you can click that, but it's so much easier. Pop into the group, you immediately go to the photo section, and then you'll see it airing, and then you can ask all the questions. Because Facebook is like so glitchy, it's not really reliable with notifications. And then also, by the time um, Facebook lets you know that it's on like it's we've been on for like 10 15 minutes so that's the best way to find it um, and and then the guides you have to be using the guide so so once I do go live when it pops up the team will find it and then move it and shift it into the guide so you can find it in the guides that way but the the the, the most reliable way pop into the group immediately immediately go to the photo section and then play that's how I find it because I have I see I have my iPad so I have to go in and find myself so that's what I do in the group click photos and then I'm on there so that's how that's how uh hi jessica up a bit this morning after my donut treats yesterday not worried today just getting in some extra water and leafy grains okay so you know donuts might not necessarily have your weight up you know like more your, your body retaining water salty food that kind of thing harder to digest food um donuts yeah are high in sugar but you know they, that might not account for your weight actually being up so so never assume your weight is up because you you know because of your i mean you, your weight can be up for a variety of different things also if you were really on this week with what you're doing, and even though you had some donuts yesterday, your weight could be up because it's actually on the way down. And that's sort of how you have to kind of start thinking of this. 
Like that's what I mean by the scale's a tool. Like, so, okay, I had a couple donuts or a donut yesterday, but I was really bang on with everything all week long. How am I feeling today? Do you know what I mean? So if that scale is up, it could be up because it's actually about to move. So this is where you, and this is where some people be like, ah, oh, screw it. You know what I mean? I ate the donuts. Just fuck the whole weekend. I'm just going to, you know, get back at it on Monday, which of course you can. But there's a lot to be said about the fact that, you know, the, your body heading into detox, it's once it's headed into detox, it's kind of hard to mess that up. And we'll get people who be like, oh my goodness, I ate my face off this weekend and my weight was still down. Um, that's because of all the hard work. So weight loss is based on momentum, you know, the days leading up to your body focusing on fat loss. And then you, then you see that movement on the scale, not on what you did yesterday. So it could be up because it's actually on its way down. It sure is a lot to show up for yourself. Hi, Tanya. Uh, something I find women don't do enough. Absolutely. I'm here for it now. Love your sweater also. Oh, thanks. It's a, it's a cozy. I'm a big fan of the cozy. Um, it's like a super cozy sweater. I have them in all the colors. It's one of my favorite things. Um, I love a good sweater and it's sweater, sweater weather for sure. Um, it is showing up for yourself and showing up for yourself every day. Um, it feels super indulgent for some. It feels really selfish for some. And sometimes people tell you it's selfish, you know, like and in, in small ways, like you go into your office and you're drinking your water and your salad and Sally comes along like, yeah, oh, you're still on that diet. And it's like, yeah, Sally, it's been like a month. Like I got 60 pounds to lose. It's going to take a lot longer. But, you know, people like, oh, you're still doing that. Are you still doing this? Like, yeah, I'm still trying to, you know, be as healthy as possible and live my best life. Yeah. Haven't given up on myself yet kind of thing, you know, and in little ways, um, you know, things people say, um, you know, and sometimes they mean well, you know, they don't want to see you dieting or stuff like that or, you know, but, you know, I was telling that story the other day. I, I when I was kind of having a, not a midlife crisis, because I don't know if I was in midlife, but now I'm midlife, but the, uh, before midlife crisis, <laughs> whatever, where I was just had kids and I was like doing everything for everyone. I was so low on the list. And so I started doing this thing, kiteboarding. I talked about it in live. I think it was yesterday. And <clears throat> I, it was bringing me life. Like it was bringing me back to life again where I was doing something for myself. You know, when you're young, when you're young, you just make choices. Like this is what our kids do. Like they make choices that make them feel good. They just do what they want to do. They don't give a frig about anybody else. You know, and that puts you on honestly in, in a sense on the right path where you're making choices that work for you. And then you start making choices that work for everybody else. And then you start to compromise and all of those things. And then life is a big compromise where you're not even used to doing things for yourself, where we actually have to write posts about doing stuff for yourself. It's craziness, you know? Um, but, when I started kiteboarding, everyone had something to say about it. Oh, you're going to take all day long? Or what about your kids? And what about this? And oh, you're going again? And all this stuff. And I was like desperately just trying to hang on to life by the skin of my teeth and just do something for myself, you know? And it ended up being so life-changing for me and so fulfilling. And, and it could have been anything I would have picked. But it was this one thing. But man, it was tough. The toughest part of that wasn't showing up and doing it for myself. is because cutting through all the noise of what everyone else had to say about it, you know? So, so for so many reasons, it can be really difficult. Really difficult. Hi, Sarah. First group, when I heard you were working on mindfulness, gut reaction was resistance. Oh, I love this. Ah, oh, yes, yes, yes. Because it's this, this is the week. So week three is such an important week and people blow it off. And then they realize, like, as they move forward, what an important week it was. And they always come back and say, ah, I just didn't take it seriously. And I, I just, or, or people continue to count and weigh and measure rather than really being, the mind-body connection is real, man. It just, it's real. Um, whether you uh, like it or not, it's a thing. You know, your body tells you, should tell you when to eat, what to eat, how much to eat. We shouldn't have to think about any of these things. When to eat, what to eat, how much to eat. We shouldn't have to think about them. But because we just 
just from the get, we, we just disconnect ourselves. We don't eat when we're hungry. We don't sleep when we're tired. We don't drink when we're thirsty and our body just freaking gives up on us. And then it just tries to figure out how to keep you alive on its own. And that's where cravings come in. Oh my God, we're so dehydrated. She won't drink water. We'll get her to crave fruits. Fruits are high. All right, fruits. Oh, sugar, chocolate. Yes. Oh, your body's like, no, water. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's where your body just tries to figure it out. And this is where it keeps you low energy when you keep you keep burning fat. You're, you keep burning through your fat reserves because you diet all the time. Your body keeps you really on low energy. It's like, oh man, we keep like using our fat. We don't get enough reserve, man. Well, make her tired today. Like slow her ass down. Like keep her in a funk. You know, like it's like your body tries to just keep you alive and kind of figure all that out. So the mind-body connection is real. Your body is there for you. It's your number one cheerleader. And so the best way I can describe, like, you know, being in tune to your body's needs is, like, if you've ever been sick, it's all by associations. Your body knows what it needs. It's so freaking smart. If you've ever been sick on something, and alcohol, and lemon gin is mine, and, you know, just saying the word causes you to be like, oh, I can never eat that again. No, like, don't even, just don't even have it around me. I can't smell it. Like... If you've ever got sick off a certain alcohol, you probably don't drink it anymore, right? If you've ever gotten food poisoning, you probably don't eat it anymore because just that association. So, you know, or think about think about a bowl of fresh fruit. See, fresh fruit is not appealing to me right now because I'm drinking a coffee. So when I say fresh fruit, if I think of like a muffin, I want a muffin. You know what I mean? I just finished eating some bacon and eggs. Um, but think about fruit. Think about eating a fruit. Think about a fruit, fruit bowl and eating some fruit. You know, it's kind of fresh, maybe a little soury, like, you know, it's sweetie, whatever that fruit. Then think about eating a big, greasy Big Mac with like just the, the grease and, and in your head, you might immediately like go like, you Big Mac, yummy. But take it into your belly. Think about eating a big, greasy Big Mac in your belly right now. Right? You could just tell. It's just kind of like, ugh. And that's what happens in our brain. We're like, ooh, yummy, la, 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 la. But, and then, and then after you eat it, you're just like, oh, God, my belly. You don't have to eat the thing. You don't have to eat the fruit or the Big Mac. You just have to, like, sit there for a second and actually, you know, feel about how it would eat because you've eaten them before. So your body knows exactly how it's going to make you feel. So mind-body connection is very similar to that. This is why intuitive eating. So I'm going to get to your, I'm going to get to what you said in a sec, sir. So this is why I have a massive issue with all the new intuitive eating people. Like intuitive eating is a skill and it takes time to be in tune to what you need to eat and how that thing you're eating is affecting you. It takes a massive amount of awareness and skill and practice to create the habit of being mindful. Like if everyone could just take five minutes before they eat something and say, how am I going to feel if I eat this? Like, you know, come on, we wouldn't have any issues. So they make it seem like it's so simple. Just think about it. Nah, man, in order to get to a place where you need to think about it, like that takes practice. It's skill. It's like repeating the behavior and the habit. But this, by the end of this program, you're going to be in tune. What to eat, when to eat, how much to eat. And this is why if you're a returning member, get right into that. You got the skills. You, this is where you, you have that advantage where you, you already know how to do this. You're just leveling up on it, right? So Sarah, First group, when I heard we were working on mindfulness, my gut reaction was resistance. Then I read all of the returning members saying how critical it was to their success. So I decided to lean in. Oh boy, were they right. Mindfulness is the key to being calm around food finally and forever. Yes, that's it. It's one thing to lose your weight physically 
and in a way that's going to make it easier to maintain, like, you know what I mean? In a systematically, which is what we do here, but that mindful part, that's so huge. Busting through old habits and issues and associations, like all those things you, you use food for, not to say you can't still use food to celebrate and stuff, but you want to get to a place where you're calm about your food choices, where you're waking up every day. You're not only physically looking good, feeling good, but you're just calm about your food choices, calm about social situations, calm around food in general. So like there's like four stages to finally and forever. There's losing your weight. So we're all looking to get to Disneyland. You know, you're, we're in our, we're all on the road. We've all gotten on our cars day one. We're on the road. We're all like, you know, making to Disneyland. Some people live closer to Disneyland. Some people are farther away. Some people are driving sports cars. Some people are driving station wagons. I don't know. I'm not a car person. Um, you know, and then some people are going to hit roadblocks and some people are going to hit traffic jams. Some people are going to go on detours. Some people are going to purposely take time and go sightseeing on their way to finally and forever their Disneyland. But Disneyland isn't the finally and forever. That's your goal. So you get to your goal weight, which is Disneyland. You made it to Disneyland. Then from there, you have to like, you have to stay there, right? So that's the thing. So you lose your weight. That's kind of stage one. The next stage is maintaining it. you got to give the body time to adjust to your new weight to make your new weight the new norm. So you got to give it time to solidify the weight that you've lost. So you kind of got to just maintain status quo. Don't be throwing all these things in that you're excited to add in because it's going to challenge the body. You just want to let the body just live, get used to functioning at your new weight, your metabolism, your, your body temperature, your saturation levels, all of it. Just get used to functioning. And then you want to test the waters. Then you want to start adding things in. This is where we're going to give you a technique of back on track, right? Back on track is what we're going to talk about it in week 10 and introduce it. Um, back on track is like the, refers to the original food plan because we're going to go off the food plan. We're going to phase you right off of it and eventually in tune to your body's needs at the end. And so that's sort of like, you know, in having the pizza and having the things and just kind of testing and live in the waters, but being mindful about the choices that you're making and helping your body manage. So like no one gains 20 pounds back and doesn't notice. Like how do you gain 20 pounds back and not notice? Right. And then, and then, and then after you kind of test in the waters, you implement back on track and you get used to it, you understand what your, what weight loss, you know, what having lost your weight and life after weight loss is like, then you get to that wake up, look good, feel good, move on with the rest of your life. But it's, it's definitely in stages, you know, it's definitely in stages that you got to do. And that's the thing. Whenever anyone loses any weight, they lose their weight and then they just like go back to their old lifestyle. You can't do that. And not that you have to do, you know, completely overhaul your whole lifestyle, but you know, you can't just go fall back into old patterns and, and habits and all those things. You know, can you have chips at night and wine? Absolutely. I have that all the time. Um, you know, I, I, like I said, there's two reasons why people gain weight back and two reasons. It's not, has nothing to do with food choices. It has to do with not putting time into maintenance. It's really important. That's why if you read that set, the science Saturday, last Saturday, the set point theory, what's today's on the basic of digestion is a good one. Um, but last Saturday we did the set point theory and it's all about your body gets used to functioning at a certain, a certain weight. It, it adjusts everything around that weight. It's kind of a new happy place. It's not like it's happy being there. It's adjusted to being there. And so over the course of the three months where you're going to lose weight, you're going to have plateaus, plateaus, of your body adjusting to your new weight, making change. And then eventually you're going to end up your goal weight. And then you got to give your body time to adjust and make that your new weight. So not putting time into maintenance is why people, and they just kind of, they just want to go back. What they do is they do back on track every five minutes. That not, that's not active maintenance. Active maintenance is really just maintaining what you're doing. And then the other one is situational change. So your life 
situation changes. You know, you get a new job, you, um, you know, you work from home, then you all of a sudden you're going out of the office or you're at the office and then you're at home. You know, your stress levels are changing. You move different city, like things are changing and you're not being mindful about, about adapting to the change. So it's all about mindfulness. Mindfulness is really your ticket to your best life, prioritizing yourself, you know, being, having a strong intuition, um, understanding your body's reaction to your food choices. So the food choices, you know, there are food, just because you can eat foods doesn't mean that you should be eating those foods or that they're great for the body. Like you have to understand when you're making certain food choices, the effect that they're going to have on your body, they're always going to, they always have that effect. They're always going to have that effect on your body where you've lost weight or not lost weight. There's certain foods, they just don't make you feel great, but we choose to eat them anyway right? We choose to eat them anyway, which you can make those choices, but then you got to help the body kind of recover from those choices, right? So we're going to break down maintenance and all that at the end, but really there's like those four stages and mindfulness is a big part of finally and forever. It's not just the physical stuff. You got to show up and do the mental stuff and you want to be in tune. You eventually want your body to tell you when to eat, what to eat and how much to eat. And the kicker is that changes every day. Some days you're going to be hungry. It feels like every five minutes. And then you're going to have days where like, you're not hungry at all. Like that's how, that's how I live. Like some days I'll, I'll eat all day long and the next day I'm not I'm not hungry at all so I'm in tune to that if my body was hungry it would let me know that I'm hungry sometimes though I do get so busy that I forget to eat so this is where I need to actually check in on myself because that's something that I do so that probably a lot of you do this as well so if you are the kind of person who can go all day without eating because you're so busy that's because the body is supporting you your body is showing up and being like wow she's really focused on this thing so let's put all of her energy into helping her focus on this right and then it will shut down all of its messages because it knows that you're focused on something. So in order to support you in that, it won't give you those strong messages that you are hungry. So this is where in knowing that I do that, I have to check in on myself. Oh my goodness, I haven't eaten in like, or Tony will remind me. (laughs) Tony will remind me. So that's where being mindful, I have to be aware that this is something that I do. And you know, so, so sometimes, and it's happened to me a lot lately, we've had a really busy couple of weeks, very exciting, busy couple. We're already working on the next group. We're working on some fun stuff with this group. Like there's a lot to it. It's all very fun and exciting. But so many times this week, Tony's like, oh, do you want something to eat? And I'm like, no, I'm not hungry. Uh, or just like yesterday at lunch, he's like, oh, come eat your lunch. Because I had an appointment. I was running here and running there. And I literally had like 15 minutes. I came back and bless him. There was this like, you know, some salmon and some fish and some salad in there. And I was like, oh, I'm not really hungry. And I sat down to talk to him. I literally wolfed it in my mouth. <laughs> I looked at the plate and I said to Tony, I guess I was hungry. And he's like, I guess so. Like, do you know what I mean? I just ate the whole thing because I wasn't taking the time to really recognize I was hungry because I was here, there and everywhere. And then when I sat down and started to eat, I was like, oh man, I wolfed that thing down. I was so hungry. And if I, I would have had time, I probably would have had more, you know, so that's sort of like really just understanding yourself. That's what that's all about. So the mindfulness is so key. Hi, Kim down 13.8 pounds so far. Loving the program non-scale victory. When I put my jeans on yesterday, the waistband did not roll over and I had to tighten my bra. Yeah. One of our favorite things is you'll, you'll it's like when people start losing their pants, people will start talking about how their pants have fallen down. Um, it's amazing how quickly it's, if you do this, this is the whole program. And this is why I'm so particular about the things I'm asking you to do. There's a rhyme and a reason behind all of it. And I've just had so much experience helping so many people over the last like legit 30 years, probably longer, um, at least 30 years helping people lose weight. 
is that if it's it's all all finely tailored you know so if you really just follow the program your body's going to change you're going to drop that weight you're going to feel all these sort of non-scale victories right um it's pretty incredible i mean some people it is harder for others they do they're dealing with health issues that factor in but that doesn't mean that's sort of more like you know you got you're driving a bit more of a broken down car on your on the road to finally and forever because you got health issues but there's no way around those you got to give your body time to to address those and work on those and it's all going to lead to sustainable weight loss in the end but i love that how much your body can uh, body can really change Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous 2-year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees promo rate for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com um hi kim morning uh first time getting to hear a live this round miss them uh, just struggling this round okay so remember that they're available as podcasts as well if you want to listen um you can download i think i'm not a tech person but you know the podcasts are really easy to find you go on a podcast podcast platform search gina libby way in which you know pop up and then you can listen and we've labeled them all by dates so there's the guest segments that you can watch. We label those. There's maintenance group segments. They're in there too. And then we've la- we've labeled these like by days, right? So I mean, I think they're relevant. The conversations that we have here are kind of relevant regardless of what week you're on. But you know, this is sort of a situational change, right? You, it's a different season. With different seasons bring different challenges for people, different lifestyles for people. You know, summer versus you know, um, you know, back to work. You know, people putting that crunch down. If you're an accountant, your ba- your busy season. You know, you got that busy season. In, you know, which is different than losing your weight after busy season. So there's a lot of things to factor in, you know. Hi, Colleen. So excited about the program. Down five pounds of fat on day 20. Bowels are moving again. Cravings are slowly going. Great sleep and feeling fantastic. I'm all in. Journaling, uh, journaling, posting, and learning so much past so much past all the, the industry myths has worked in the field for 20 years of yo-yo dieting, damaging metabolism. All of it is a lot. Right. And this is why, like, this is why we're here to have real conversations about it. Like you have to think like people have this thing that they think the diet industry cares about them. The diet industry does not care about you. They know that they have hooked you in. They know that they can offer up a a weight loss program that will cause you to lose weight. They know you're going to gain it all back again. They know that they know that they don't care. You're a repeat customer. You keep coming back. You know, corporations, they sit in like Weight Watchers and Noom and I'm not bashing them. I'm just straight up fact. A big business like that, they have to sit around and figure out how to make more money. You know, how to make more money. That's what they sit around. They don't sit around thinking, how can we better help our members? I mean, they sit around and say, how can we make more money? And don't get me wrong. I'm all, I'm a businesswoman. I'm all about running a successful business as well. But I think that it's got to be about the people being successful. And we're at a point in the diet industry that what sets us apart is that is that is being able to maintain it in the end. Helping you lose weight? Yeah, we are here for that. But more so than that, we are all about helping you to maintain it and legit moving on with the rest of your life. Talk about numbers. Tony's done the numbers. There's more than enough people for us to just keep helping and keep helping and keep helping and keep helping for us to run a successful business that keeps going on forever because there's enough people that need help that we don't need repeat people. <laughs> you know, we don't. 
You know, and we love that you keep coming back to lose your weight because it's a great way to lose your weight. It's a great way to solidify your weight, to, to take blocks of three-month increments and show up for yourself and maximize your efforts and prioritize yourself during those three-month increments. It's a great way to continue to lose and reach your goal. It's a great way to help solidify your weight. So it's great that you do come back. But eventually, we want you to go and live your life and never look back and forget that you ever like came upon us take the tools that you've learned and, and live your best life like that's that's really the end game around here you know that's really the end game around here so the, the years of dieting and that mentally messes you up right because you know you can do this but you know every time you've done it you you gain that weight back and this comes into sabotage sometimes people start to sabotage themselves not at the beginning because of all the pressure they put on themselves. But at the end, they actually get fearful that they can actually reach their goal because what if they don't maintain it? And they're just, they, their heart can't take it, you know? That's why we got you covered at the end. We're gonna totally talk. This is why it's so important to lose your weight in in, in such a healthy way, physically, mentally, that like it's, it's if you want a quick fix, I get that. But quick fixes never stick. They never stick, they're never quick. 20, I know, I know some of you have been doing quick fixes for 20 years. Do you know what I mean? They just don't work, they just don't work. So yeah. I love this and think about this Colleen you this is just after a couple weeks you know what I mean like 20 days in and this is the hard part the first few weeks of the program are the hardest part because it's like you have to be consistent and build that foundation and, and for some it's not a lot of payoff for all the work that they're doing but this is laying the foundation to build that freaking awesome house you're going to live in for the rest of your life. So it's such an important uh, time right now. And the thing is about expectations. So because when you do those old diets, you lose weight so fast off the top, right? But then what happens? You lose that weight quick, you get that payoff, and then you get stuck. You get stuck, right? You can never get past a point, certain point or you plateau forever or you, your weight starts starts coming back. And so with this program, people come in with all these expectations of losing like 20 pounds in a month or 60 pounds or all of their weight in a month. And then when reality sets in that that's not happening, this is when people are like, oh, well, come on, this isn't happening. In other diets, I lost so, weight so fast, so fast. So it's those expectations. Now you need to put those expectations that you have over the first few weeks of this program in the back end of the program. <laughs> that's when you can expect the magic because that's when you're showing up. That's when you've built a strong foundation. That's where you're getting even more in tune with your body's needs. That's when your body's having opportunity to level up and get healthier and healthier and healthier. And your body gets to a point where it doesn't want this fat any more than you do. And that's why if you're a returning member, you've got to keep that in mind. You've already done that work. Now it's a matter of continuing to show up, recognizing where your body is at, like really working with your body and not like expecting things to happen the way they happened before. Really give the body to op the opportunity to level up. Let's see what you got. Let's see what you got. You know, this is where you need to keep things together. If you kind of drop the ball, a little relax, you know what I mean? You know you can do this. This is where the real hard mental work comes in because, man, by the time you roll around in your second, third, fourth group, you're really bringing up some really deep ass shit that you got to deal with right the, that 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 life is thrown at you and that's bubbling up to the surface so you can deal with it because you want to get to that finally and forever you want to work through all of that you know you want to work through eating when you're bored eating when you're stressed and using food for this and using food for that it doesn't mean that you can't come back to that and you know eat to celebrate things and stuff like that but there's a lot of issues that a lot of us got to work through Third time uh, through, and I'm thrilled with the program. Something has clicked. Yesterday, went to a movie with the fam, and where's the rest of that, Kim? I'm going to assume you say something about popcorn, not eating it, having a little bit. I'm not really sure, but this is the thing. See, three programs in clicking and that's why a lot of people lost their weight they've come back for the click they've come back to finish off the mental part of it to get to that place where they're really calm right 
It's so worth doing for sure. Uh, hi, Allison. Thank you for that mention of keep going after an off meal. Stressed, so finding it difficult to follow the program, doing my best. The fact that you are here, you're typing that out, means that you're doing better than you think. That's what's so great about having this group setting and the program. That's why, like, come set your intentions. Just pop into the group every day. This is why, like, if you take a day-by-day -day approach, and even if you're completely off track, pop in, read an article, watch a video, listen to a live, you know, own yourself. I'm having this shittiest effing day today. I mean, I ate chips for breakfast and whatever. I just own it. But do you know, I'm going to keep moving forward. And so what you've just said to yourself is like, I am struggling right now. Life is not making this easy, but I'm still here. And so that, that means something like you're listening to that. And this is what journaling is, is great for doing that. Like you're, you're popping in and you've just owned it right here. So then you're going to feel kind of silly if you just don't do it because you've just told yourself you're doing it because you are doing it right. Like that, that itself is so huge. Doing your best. This is why, you know, I'm the same man. I, so this week I went golfing and I wrecked my back. Uh, my wrecked my back that I could, that I could barely walk for like a couple days this week. It was just, I know I was on, that's why you notice my lives. I'm a little all over the place. Um, so much Tylenol and Robaxacet and whatever. And man, I just was horrible all week. I, I was super grouchy. Um, and just barely struggling, having a hard time, but I kept showing up. <laughs> I whined a lot. <laughs> I wanted a lot, but I kept showing up, you know, and I just said to Tony, like, wow, like what even happened this week? Because, you know, I was so struggling day to day to day, but I just kept showing up day to day to day. And, you know, it was an amazing week. We accomplished a lot. And I also have the most amazing team, you know, and I would just, did I want to lie in bed and just drink wine and take Percocets? I don't even know what Percocets are like, but I'm assuming that it would be fun with wine. I'm not really sure, but, um, it just seems like, you know, when you got that back injury, you just went down a bottle of vodka or numb yourself basically. Cause you, I did, I literally, Tony had to like walk me to the bathroom a couple of times, but man, it was not my best week. That was my point. It was not my best week. I, I, this happens to me every now and then I swear it's the universe keeping me humble or something. I don't know. Um, but not my best week, but I kept showing up anyway. And this is, you're going to have weeks where you can't get out of bed or you can't, you just can't get it together or you just can't do the thing. It is still worth showing up for. Because the little, even if you just make the habit of popping into the group or writing in your journal, you are continuing the habit of prioritizing yourself, of being mindful. Even being aware that you are tanking or having a crap day is is a massive non-scale victory because you are aware of where you are at, and then you can meet where you're at, meet yourself where you're at. You know what I mean? I love that. And yeah, so had that off meal. Own it. Oh my goodness, I had this off meal. And so I'm going to keep it going today. One off meal, 10 off meals. It's not going to ruin anything. That's why I love that analogy of like the the on the road. So all you've done is you're you're driving and you stop to have the thing. And then you get back on the road and you just keep driving. Like it didn't stop. It's not going to stop you from reaching your goal. Having an off weekend, back on the road, keep moving forward, going away for the week back of the road, having just a week. That's just like, you're not here for it. You just, you don't have the capacity for it back on the road. You just keep going. That's the thing. It's the, what's really going to get you is this need to be perfect and to start again. Like if you have to do it perfectly or you keep starting again, you're just going to be paralyzed and stuck. You just, you're not going to be able to move forward. You're not going to be able to move forward, you know, and a big part of your habits, and this is what you're doing, creating new habits and your brain, your brain is wired by habits, those negative thoughts, all habitual. And the, how you break habits and create new ones is like by doing them as often as possible. So it's not about how perfectly you, you follow through on the thing. It's about the habit of doing it. So I, this is like something I did with my bike and I got to get back on. I was like in the summer, really in a good place 
um, like really in a good rhythm of getting on my bike and working out, which if you're on a Peloton, hit me up, leave you losers. Um, and so I, I've been off for a while. I'm like my back cause you know, I'm not exercising. I'm stressing out and I got go golfing. I hit like 400 balls, which is really dumb. But anyway, um, I'm going to get on it today and I'm not going to get on it for an hour and I'm not going to burn how many calories I'm going to do that. I might get on it for 10 minutes. I might just get on it. Just get dressed, put my clothes on, get my shoes on, get on the bike. Even if I got off it then, I got on it. And I can already feel like just just getting on my bike when every day I've been thinking about I need to get back on my bike. I need to get back on my bike. Tony is sure is really tired of hearing me say this every day. I gotta get back on my bike, I gotta get back at it. I'm just gonna do it. I'm getting on my bike. Even if I just sit there on my clothes, I'm gonna sit there on my bike. And that's already making me feel better knowing that I'm gonna do that. And so then the next day I might ride 10 minutes, next day 20 minutes, next day I'm riding 40 minutes. Not because I need to, because I want to and I like it. So it's not about being it perfect. If I was to say to myself, oh, I gotta get on that bike like three times for an hour every week. Oh my God. Just saying that is just like, I don't want to do that. I'm already stressing about it and I'm not even doing it, you know? So it's about like just the more often you do that. So the more often I get on that bike, no matter how long I'm riding for or no, how, no matter how sweaty or perfect my workout is, it's about getting on it. And it just makes it easier to keep getting on it. Then I've created the habit of getting on it. So this is no different. Showing up for yourself is like, is a habit. Prioritizing yourself is a habit. You know, making choices that make you feel good as opposed to what make other people feel good and what works for other people rather than works for you. That's habit. You know what I mean? You get in the habit of prioritizing everyone else. So, so that's what that's all about. You know, it's not about that one meal. It's about what you do. It's not about the one meal. It's about all the other things that you do. And you'll notice if you're doing, using our app, which if you're not using it, you can start using it anytime. You can just skip ahead to where we're at and start tracking if you want. It doesn't really have a space for, um, off foods. Everyone like, well, I want to write down where I indulge. Well, I have to, and I'm like, what punish yourself, punish yourself. Why do you, why do you care about that? It's not about those things, those choices that you're making. It's because sometimes you learn a lot about making that choice. You learn a lot about how your brain is wired. You learn a lot about when the scale goes up and then you get right back at it. It comes right back down. You learn that you indulge and you didn't ruin anything. So sometimes it's great to indulge, but you don't need to record that. What do you need to record that for? You want to show up and record all, because if you keep recording all the amazing things that you're doing, all those other little habits are just going to fall to the wayside and they're not stopping you from reaching your goal. So yeah, we've added a little note section, but people were really like really hardcore on this when we first brought out the app. They wanted a place to record the chocolate bars and the off foods and the whatever. And I'm like, why though? We don't need to dwell on that. You had it. Keep it moving forward. You know, and I think a lot of that was like they wanted to punish themselves, thinking that they punished themselves. That's accountability. No, it's not. It's keeping you focused on that rather than all these amazing things that we're doing. And when you're stuck in your focus, that's why fustering and funk can be so like detrimental because you just stay stuck back here rather than looking forward at all the amazing things that you're doing and that's picking you up and that's forward momentum. You're either going to deal with stuck festering energy and, you know, into old habits, or you're going to be moving it forward. And that's why showing up and, and having the burger and the fries or the, whatever the chips for, for lunch, and then continuing with your day that says a lot. Oh my God. You know what I mean? Like I had that and then I still, you know, I rallied. I did. I made the most of my day, even though it wasn't perfect. That is so huge. Yeah. And if you do that in life, honestly, you know, if you do that in life, um, down four pounds today after staying the same all week. Yes, this you're going to have plateaus. And so you're going to lose, you're going to have a plateau. Some people lose little bits and have little plateaus. Some people lose big chunks and have long plateaus. And so, you know, you could be at a plateau and then you all of a sudden lose four pounds in a day. It wasn't 
it wasn't yesterday that caused that weight to move today. It was moving all week. But chances are, and this is why your the scale can be the same, but it could also be down because your body retains water and have your weight up. So it, it, you, you your weight can be up and then down at the same time. That's why you got to use that scale as a tool. Down 6.2 pounds, 10 days of which was a vac on vacation. Yeah, I love that. Vacations are great for weight loss. Change in scenery, change in stress levels, like more movement, different kinds of movements. Vacations are always great. Vacations are always great. Hi, Lynn. I'm feeling so fortunate this morning to be watching Gina live. I was hit by a car yesterday on my morning walk, and although I'm battered and bruised, I'm alive. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're here. Holy crap. Sending you a whole bunch of healing energy. Nothing like a, you know, a, a life moment to, to shake you up and be like, wow. You know what I mean? Like, wow. Like, I'm really going to make the most of, you know, where I'm at and, you know, show up for myself. Because, man, being alive, that's the whole point of it, right? And living your best life. And, you know, I find this happens a lot when people pass away. I know this isn't like, you know, really inspiring motivational Saturday talk, but you know, when, when people in our lives pass away, don't we always make a vow to live our best lives and make the most of it and do the things that make us happy and that lasts for a couple of days and then we're back in the funk again. We're back stressing and thinking and whatever. And it takes so much to stay in that positive place and really show up and you really make the most and, and you know, or you recognize that you're thinking a certain way or doing a certain way and you have all these ideas of ways you want to live and things you want to change and yet we just we never get them done, you know, and that's like just it's that it's that bringing that vibe and that energy like I'm so you know at least I get to work out like that right even changing the word to like I have to work out to I get to work out you know and that's one thing that's why I'm working out today because after my back I, I like I literally I couldn't go to the bathroom I couldn't stand up it was horrible and now I'm feeling so much better I went and got treatments and all this stuff that man I can I the fact that I can actually exercise I'm just so grateful for that I want to get on my bike and exercise today because I get to exercise it is so much better than being in bed and not being able to do anything because my back is so much pain and you know a lot of times if we just change that word like I get to be here to watch this live today you know what I mean I get to still be here and work on my my aunt this is a photo of my aunt my aunt felt well I haven't talked about her in a while but I think about her every day that's why I have this here um, I, I swear I grew this company off off my Aunt Val. Like those days where I didn't want to show up, I think about my Aunt Val. She's no longer with us. She passed away when she was 54 and she doesn't get to whine about her back hurting her. She doesn't get to exercise. She doesn't get to do any of those things. And so in my in my moments, um, that's why I have her photo there. And I actually had this vase that I got from her. I moved um, just today. Um, so funny that I'm thinking about her because I was thinking about her this morning. Um, you know, she doesn't get to have to try to lose weight and I bet she would not that she needed to, but I bet she would love to have an opportunity to come back and do all the things she didn't get to do in her life. And, you know, so that happens. We have these moments, you know, where we're like, okay, like I'm going to live my best life and then life just gets in the way and then we don't. And then I, I just don't want to be there at the end, you know, and think about all the things I was going to do. My mom says this, she's watching right now. You're gonna, you're gonna do this. You're gonna do that. Like just do the thing, do it rather than saying you're gonna all the time. You know, if you hear yourself saying you're gonna all the time, 
that's problematic. You got to do, you know, you really got to do. Um, I got to go, but I'm going to leave this on this, on this amazing note that you are where you are here and with us. And I am so happy that you are Lynn. Uh, and everyone out there, I mean, something to think about this, 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 this program is not you being here is not a punishment for yourself. You focusing on feeling your best, looking your best, being as healthy as possible. It's not a punishment. You know what I mean? It's, it's, this is not a punishment. This is a great opportunity um, to do a well, really well thought out program that's so healthy for your body, so healthy for your mind. It's a great opportunity to lose your weight in a different way, in a way that's going to actually you know be beneficial and, and in a way that's going to help you get, get past it so you can just end this whole weight loss fight and move on and put all that time and energy into truly living your your best life. So, and if you're if you're showing up begrudged every day and you're funky about it and whatever, like you're allowed to have your funky days. Don't get me wrong. I wind my ass off all oh, last week. I cried and I whined. <laughs> you're allowed to have your moments, you know. But recognize, you know, at the end of the day, this is not a punishment. This is an opportunity for you to get to that finally and forever that you've probably wanted to get to for a while. Do it in all the best ways and all the right ways, so you can literally move on and focus on other things in your life. You know. Uh, remember, if I didn't get to your question, which I'm sure I didn't, uh, pop it over on the question of the day page my team is here all all weekend long we keep the information you know on the lighter side um, but my team is working all weekend we're fully staffed so keep those questions coming ask as many as you need we really are here for you i'm excited about week three super excited to so pop into the group uh, review those notes if you have the book they're in there if you have the app go to the library section at the bottom that'll take you to the guidelines and you can read on week three more of the same food plan wise but the focus is on that mindfulness oh, i love it such a great conversation great conversation thank you to everyone who joined me have an amazing day have an amazing rest of your weekend and I'll see you on Monday. Bye. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.